welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. No, no, Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler. Cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman. Cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI of podcasts and the captain, the Mike Tyson of the microphone. I could go on and on. You know this all day, okay? But today I'm actually also um, uh, a colossal fuck up. Yes. Now why why would you talk about yourself like that, uh, Clayman? That's negative. Uh, Self-talk. Yes, I understand that. But I fucked up. I fucked up. I had a guest on the show. Very uh, excited for you guys to hear this interview. We did the interview yesterday. I was about to push that shit out there uh, on the Hump Day episode next week, this week. Um, And uh, I get off the phone after a great interview, great catch-up, good chat. And I go to save the audio file and my dumb ass never fucking pressed record. Well, no, let me correct myself. I pressed record and then I pressed call to call him, right? He didn't answer. So I stopped the recording and I was, I was about to text him and say, like, we still good. Then he called me back. I answered the call and we got straight into it without me hitting the record button again. So anyway... I know him, he's a friend of mine, so it was uh, it was good to catch up anyway, but it is a bit disappointing that um, we didn't, uh, we weren't able to share that with uh, everybody, but you know, um, it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, and we know this, man, this is episode one, uh, what, 20? 120? Let's call it 120. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, this wasn't going to be the episode with the guest anyway, but um, it was Ryan Brockoff from the Dallas Mavericks, man. So um, that would have been my first NBA player. He said that uh, I messaged him. And I told him I didn't get it. He said uh, that we can um, reschedule for another time, though. So we'll uh, we'll get him on the show sometime soon, hopefully. Um, I know he's a busy man, and you know we've just come out of the All Star break, so we've got uh, we've got the serious serious basketball starts to get played now. Okay. So what have we uh what have we got here today? So R. Kelly has been charged in Illinois. Um oh, we'll put that in we'll put that in news. Tell you what is not going into news is Tristan Thompson got caught cheating on Khloe Kardashian again. So the first time was when she was pregnant, and hey, you know, maybe bad timing, bro. Maybe don't cheat, but also maybe don't cheat on your pregnant girlfriend. Um, but this time, you thought it was you thought the timing was fucked up last time. Now the timing doesn't matter this time, but who was it? Now you're gonna be like, Jesus, was it one of his sisters? No, it was Kylie Jenner's best friend. So he's dating Khloe Kardashian, and he fucked. Kylie Jenner's best friend, Jordan Woods. Now, do we give a fuck about Jordan Woods? Absolutely not. She's just one of those um, hanger-oners. So she used to be average to look at, and now she's a dimey-dimey, bro. But why? Because of all that surgery. She hangs out with, 
you know, these surgical bitches. But who paid for her surgery? Did she work hard and, and pay for it herself? No. No, no. Kylie Jenner paid for all that surgery. All those nips, all those tucks, all those um, ass shots, those booty shots, the, uh, you know, the silicone titties, the fake lips, the fucking, the fake lips, the face lifts, whatever. Kylie Jenner paid for that shit. She becomes a dimey, dimey, bro. She's looking so fucking good. Tristan Thompson's around the house all the time dating the ugliest Kardashian. He's seeing this brand new good looking bitch walking around all the time. And obviously it's, it's bound to happen. Now, could you have probably chosen someone else other than your girlfriend's sister's best friend? Yeah. Now, this girl, this girl, this leech, okay, not only did she get all of her um, body parts paid for, for by Kylie Jenner, but she lived with her too. She's, this bitch is cruising along, coasting along. She's not paying for shit. All right. So that's fine. Good on you. Um, am I mad at Tristan Thompson? Absolutely not. You, you're the laughing stock of the NBA. Okay. You're dating the ugliest Kardashian. And hey, hey, maybe that's only because she's got the least amount of bionic body parts. Who knows? And maybe she got, maybe she got herself bionic pussy and maybe that shit is so crazy. But guess what? Maybe it's not crazy enough because he had to go and cheat again. Now, I saw the video of the first time he cheated. That was in like a hotel lobby or some shit. And there was two absolute, like impossibly hot women grabbing his rod, like kissing him, putting their titties in his face and shit. He's just one man. Okay, what's he supposed to do? Like, he was re resisting for so long. Okay, now, now if I resisted arrest, I would have got my ass kicked, right? So he resist he was resisting and they forced themselves on him. Hashtag time's up. Hashtag me too. Myself also. You understand? So, it, it, this happens. This happens, man. And, uh... I'm actually, I feel bad for the guy. He did his best. He did his best not to do it again. He's got a kid. The I don't know what the kid's name is. Stormy Daniels or some shit. I don't fucking know. It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Party podcast. But, um, yo, like, this guy's an NBA player. He's got a championship. Now, did he earn it? No, LeBron James did. But... He's like, he's a good looking guy and he's getting pissed. What? No, pussy. He's getting pussy thrown at him on a daily basis. Oh, daily clay. So once a day. No, no, no. Daily is in all day, every day. Pussy's getting thrown at his face, bro. And he's ducking and weaving. And then he's got this impossibly hot fucking bionic woman walking around, probably half naked like the rest of them. He's not going to fuck Kim. Okay. He's not going to fuck the other one, whatever. He's not going to fuck one of the sisters. That's crazy. So he went for the sister's best friend. Now, they've all like shunned her. Twitter, like Twitter's exploding. Everybody shut the fuck up. First of all, it's not about business. Now, am I talking about it? Yes. But I'm talking about it from a different 
angle than the rest of you. Now, he is just one man. The you got to look at the percentages here. The amount that he's been ducking and dodging, duck, dive, dip, duck and dodge, or whatever the fuck he says on dodgeball, right? The amount he's been getting out of the way at all the pussy that's been thrown at him, and he, you know, fucks two bitches. Okay, okay. But the percentages, you know, he's he's probably fucked like 0.5% of the pussy that's been thrown at him. So he's actually relatively faith, faithful. I don't know, is that science? If that's bro science. I don't know about real science, but it is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Okay? Don't take what I'm saying as gospel, but it is. Okay? So hold your head, Duke. Um, Eminem, he tweeted, uh, something to the effect of it at Netflix, um, canceling the Punisher, like you've, you've blown it or something like that. Now I was paraphrasing cause I don't actually know what he said, but he's obviously a fan of the Punisher, which is fucking dope. Cause I don't, I don't know how normal this guy is. He's, he's been locked up in his house for the last 25 years. Um, all he knows is touring and being sober and um, trying not to be in public where he's going to get molested. Hashtag me too. Hashtag time's up. Okay, so um, he's watching The Punisher. John Bernthal responded to him like, glad you watch, um, glad you're a fan or some shit like that. John Bernthal, I had to go on um, YouTube and look up a... Uh, interview with him because in the Punisher he's always talking like this and hey hey get back here you know like talking like that and I'm like shit I wonder what his fucking voice actually sounds like and I listen to this interview and he actually sounds like a fucking dude with like he's like a really calm dude but he's talking about his background and shit and he's actually a savage and I'm not surprised he can play the Punisher so well because he basically was the Punisher. Now, should I elaborate? No, I'm not going to steal this interview. If I, if I'm going to talk about all this shit, I need John Bernthal on the show. I'm not going to steal somebody else's interview and start, um, exposing all this shit, but I'll send him an email. Not scared. Um, so yeah, Eminem watches the fucking Punisher, man. So I hope there's a season three, bro. Dead ass. There needs to be. Um, Fucking Space Jam 2 is set to film this summer. Now, you guys know it's been uh, well documented that I've got several gripes with LeBron James. I'm not sure if I'm going to go and ruin my Space Jam experience by watching him in it. I don't buy him as, as an actor. And I also don't fuck with him as a human being. Okay? This pussy shit all the time, bro. This attention whoring okay so um no i i don't know if i can see space jam 2 and i know people are going to email in and say oh can you review this can you review this uh, i don't know i don't know i'm still it's i'm still up in the air shout out to george clooney oh my god triple m easy money <laughs> that was easy bro um but yeah i've just had enough of the guy i've had enough of lebron james um, so I was at the gym this morning, right? And, uh, 
I'm I'm doing chin-ups, okay? Now, I've put on weight and chin-ups, chin-ups get harder the heavier you are, clearly, okay? Now, I'm getting better at them. I'm not losing weight, really, but I'm getting stronger. And I, like, I'm smashing these shits out, right? Like, I was doing, like, when I started, when I started lifting again, I was doing, like, seven and I had to stop. But now I'm, like, you know, 10 easy. I should probably up my reps or put some weight around my waist now. But, like, I'm smashing out 10 easy fucking peasy, bro. And I'm in the gym, like, getting pretty jazzed about... Did I just fucking say jazzed like a fucking... 90s sitcom dad jesus christ like a 1920s dad getting really jazzed about the weekend god damn it um anyway man you see you see i'm out here with my coffee again and i still don't have a coffee sponsor and you could just be getting this brand right here this brand right here i've got the pod machine um there's several brands that you do pods, but this brand right here and this specific blend, yo, I don't even need to go to the to the cafe, but I'm not telling you the brand because they're not paying me. Clay, do you own any other t-shirts? You're probably wondering because I always wear this. Well, this is the Welcome to the Potty podcast and I need to put this shirt on while I'm recording to get... To get that feeling, you know, to get that good, good content flowing, I need to wear this t-shirt. I do have two of my own. The rest, the rest are out floating around with various guests on the show. Um, how many have I sold, you ask? Zero. The first shipment was all for guests. Next shipment coming soon. Going on online on the store. And you guys can have your own Welcome to the Potty Podcast t-shirt. Represent. Mugs are coming, koozies are coming, lighters are coming, it's all coming. All that good shit. Um what was I talking about at the gym? Oh, so I'm doing pull-ups. And uh this lady that I know starts waving at me from behind and like, yeah, I can see you. I'm doing pull-ups, chin-ups. I don't know the difference between the two. I'm doing one of those. Okay. Hands are busy. I can't wave back. You gotta stop waving, dude. Alright? Now, I I ended up dropping myself and then waving. And then I said, fuck it. I'm not going to finish that set. Now, is that partly my fault? Yes. That's lazy. But is it partly your fault? Because you wouldn't stop waving. I could see you. There's a mirror there. Yes, I can see you. Anyway, tell you something else that I've got serious fucking problems with. So, you know this free the nipple movement that the ladies are all about? No. No, no, hide the nipple, hide it. Not just women though. I'm talking about men too. Now it's summer in this country, Australia, live in Adelaide, the driest city and the driest state and the driest continent on earth or something like that. Okay. So now I can get through a day at work, right? With my button down shirt and long sleeves and shit. I got tattoos. So I've got to cover all that shit up. I work in a business, all right? So I get through a whole day at work and I don't take my shirt off, dude. Okay? Now you're gonna you're gonna go for a run and you can't even you can't go for a run with your with a t-shirt or singlet on. You gotta have your whole body out. You gotta be chest naked. Come on, dude. 
Put a fucking shirt on, son. Put a fucking shirt on. No one needs to see that shit. We get it. You're impressed with yourself. Congratulations. Put a shirt on, dude. Hey, listen. If I could wear a shirt and it wouldn't get smelly, I wouldn't take it off. There's no point. What? Who gives a fuck, bro? Put your shirt on, son. And if you have the audacity to take your shirt off in the gym, we're fighting. We're actually fighting there and then. And weapons are allowed. Okay, like the Punisher, season two, the fight in the gym. That's the kind of damage I'm looking to do to you if you're going to be in there working out topless. Now, I'm snitching too. I'm calling management all types of shit. Put your fucking shirt on, dude. Um, I guess I needed to get that off my chest. What else has been happening? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Not a whole lot. In the life of the uh, in, in the life of the boss man, um, Rachel and Richo got back from uh, their weeks away at work, so I'm no longer a lone ranger. Uh, Rachel bought me a little gift, um, a book. Uh, now it's called Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. It's not a new book, but I don't have it and I haven't read it, and. Uh, she knows I, I like sneakers. Do I buy sneakers? No, never. She knows I like sneakers. Now, today, I record on Saturdays. I release on Sundays. So when you're listening to this yesterday, no, two days ago, was Housemate Dan's birthday. Now, he's home right now. So, and his bedroom is right outside the studio. So I'm not going to fucking go on about... um what I got him because I'm given to him yet. He got home late. Now he's got tennis. Old Dennis the Menace Tennis. You know? So I can't talk about that right now. But it was his birthday yesterday. So if you want to get on uh the internet and send him a happy birthday message, go ahead. I think it's D Triple A N G underscore on uh Instagram. Hmm that's good coffee. Uh, now, Triple M, I think I'm ready for that uh, that news theme. This fucking Jussie Smollett, Smollett calls himself Jesse, spelt J-U-S-S-E. Now, a lot of you might be saying, Clay, now, this has been in the news for about three weeks now. Why... Why are you only just talking about it? Now, I gave this motherfucker the benefit of the doubt. And I was like, oh shit, this guy got attacked. Listen, I'll tell you guys the story and then I'll tell you what fucking happened, alright? So this guy, um, gets beaten up and, uh, calls the cops, goes to hospital or whatever. Um, posts a Instagram video with a cut on his face saying like, um, you know, I'm a victim of a hate crime. This guy's gay, by the way, and black. He says that these two dudes with MAGA hats make America great again. You know, Trump's slogan. These two dudes with MAGA hats, um, approached me and, uh, you know, called me a faggot and called me a nigger and, um, uh, you know, this, that, and the third. Okay. Saying all this shit. They poured bleach on me. They put a noose around my neck. I was afraid for my life. Um, 
right? And this big fucking sob story. The nigga starts crying. And, um, and you know, that's all good. And it's like, oh shit. Well, I smell a rat. Okay. So I could smell it. I could smell it. I could smell it instantly. Okay. But I didn't say shit. Cause I was like, I don't want to be the asshole that said this is fake and turns out to be real. So I kept my fucking mouth shut. Okay. Then, um, the, the, the police are like, all right, we need your phone records. Cause we need to know who you were on the phone with, why you're on the phone at two in the morning. Um, this, this motherfucker goes to subway at two in the morning in Chicago, right? No, bro. You're first of all, you're rich. You're an actor. You're on a hit series empire. All right. So you're not going to subway probably ever specifically at two in the morning, unless you're out on the corner getting your dick sucked. Okay. Um, which I, you know, I wouldn't have actually been surprised if this is what happened. It was a bit of a dick suck gone awry, but nevertheless, that's not the case. Okay. What happened was he paid two extras on the show on empire he paid two Nigerian extras. What? What color are those, these Nigerians, Clay? Black. Big, black, strong fucking Nigerians, B. He paid two of them to uh, um, basically beat him up. Okay. Uh, fair enough, I guess. Uh, so... He gets these two dudes to give him a little rough and tumble and do all this shit. He calls the cops. He's still wearing the noose around his neck and and all this shit to prove that it happened. Now, if this happened to me, I'm taking that shit off. He goes on TV. He does like a fucking media tour about this shit, right? Before everyone finds out the truth. And he's getting interviewed. I forget by who. And uh, she's not buying it. She's not fucking buying it. So she's like, so you kept this noose around your neck? And he's like, yeah, I wanted the police to see what had happened to me and all this shit. And he starts crying during this interview. And it's embarrassing, bro. Like this dude is a fucking fruitcake. Um, and I'm, you know what? I don't mean that. I don't mean that in the gay way, but as a psychopath, he's a fucking, he's, he's nutty buddy. Okay. He's done. And, uh, so he's performed on fucking Instagram with his crying. He's performed in this interview with his crying. And again, I've looked at this and I'm like, this don't add up. You got the, if I got a noose tied around my neck by, by some racist, the first thing I'm trying to do after I fight them off is take that fucking thing off my neck, not keeping it on the fuck. So I'm sitting there like, nah, B, but you know, he hasn't been indicted. He hasn't been charged with nothing. The investigation's still going. I'll keep my fucking mouth shut. So again, old boss man sits back, shuts the fuck up. All right. Because I don't like to start clapping at dudes too quick. All right. Like, like the dude, like the kid with the MAGA hat. Um, I didn't clap at him too quick. And it turns out he didn't actually do nothing wrong. So, it paid off for me to sit back. Now, this time it didn't because my first instinct was right. This guy's a fucking liar. Anyway, um, it comes out that he's he's orchestrated this shit with these two Nigerians, okay? 
and uh, they've they've rehearsed it, bro. Like they're fucking. Uh, they're in a Broadway production or some shit. They've rehearsed it, bro. This fucking guy, bro. First of all, your name's Jussie or Juicy. It's not Jesse, bro. First of all, change your fucking name and maybe you'll get paid more. No, this dude is upset with what he's getting paid on the TV show. And so he stages this political fucking thing that is actually dangerous. Like, it's polarizing people even more. It's... If someone does go through this, people are not going to believe anything. Like, this guy... This is a very dangerous move by this fuckboy, man. Alright? And people came fucking running to his defense. All the gay people. All the fucking black celebrity... Hey, guess what? Take this fucking L, B. Take this L right here. Because... That... That's so fucked, man. Everybody needs to... Don't... This is what I mean. I didn't fucking... I didn't fucking say fucking thoughts and prayers for this dude. And I didn't fucking come at him with the hostility. Even though I thought he was lying. I fucking sat back and waited. Now, this guy's a fucking bitch. Straight up bitch for this shit. Because... This is... This is how you fucking ask for a raise, bro. By going through a hate crime. It it doesn't add up. You fuck. Alright, now I hope he does time for this. I hope he does fucking time for this. For wasting like the state's resources and shit. Fucking asshole. Um, this is straight bullshit. Uh, I hope your career's done. I, like, I, I've got no well wishes for you. I don't... I, I hope you get what's coming to you. I don't want you to get hurt or nothing. You gotta do time for this shit. It's dangerous. Uh, the, the country's already divided. Uh, and you used the MAGA hat as, as a divisive tool. And, uh, it's, that's just dangerous shit that you, that you started fucking with. And, uh, I can't, I can't be, I can't be a part of that shit. So fuck you. That, that shit's so fucked up, man. So nah, nah, mm -mm. nope. That's bullshit, bro. So... Um, there's that. That's something that happened. Uh, what else though? What else though? Um, oh yeah. He, uh, he's been removed from the final two episodes of the season of Empire or of Empire. I don't know. Uh, but yo, th this interview that he did with this woman on TV, he's like, he's saying like, yeah, like when there's no food in the house, um, when there's no food in the house, yeah, that's why Subway's open 24-7, okay? Subway's open t 24 hours a day for a reason. When there's no food in the house and you're hungry, you go to Subway and you get yourself a sandwich. So I thought I was safe. And I did this and... <laughs> to experience something like this is just... It, it shouldn't happen to anyone. And it, Shut the fuck up, dude. You're such a fucking pussy for that shit, bro. 
You want to raise, ask your fucking boss for a raise. And by the way, bro, you're not a household name. I don't know if your name's Juicy or fucking Jesse. No one's giving you a fucking raise, bitch boy. What the fuck's wrong with you, bro? He went out and he's like a really good singer as well, right? So he went out the next night or some shit and performed. And he's like, I fought back. I got attacked. I fought back. I got away. I'm the gay Tupac. Nigga, what? Gay Tupac? Tupac never would have done some bitch shit like this, son. Keep Tupac's name out your fucking mouth. Sit the fuck back and I hope you get cuffed to to some, some fucking captain's desk, bro. While he books you. I hope you fucking... I hope you do some time for this, bro. And I hope you're not on no more TV shows, bro. Fuck. You, you're a disgrace to you're a disgrace to homosexuals and you're a disgrace to blacks, bro. To pretend you went through a hate crime when people actually go through fucking people go through this shit, bro. You want to pretend? Hey, and I'll give it to him, bro. He's a good fucking actor crying on TV and shit. Fuck boy, fuck you, bro. Man. Um, next story. Um. Oh, shit. This shit's tough. Former altar boy, Christopher McMahon. All right. Um, he, uh, he's been cleared of murder, but found guilty of manslaughter. Now, this sounds bad. This sounds bad. Former altar boy. You know what I fucking think about the church and all this shit. Oh, shit. What's he fucking done? But he's, he's, just, he's been cleared of murder and found guilty of manslaughter. After cutting the throat of his drinking buddy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Man, you corny. <laughs> bro, what? That shit's straight out of a movie, bro. But no, no, no. You're not corny, bro. You're not corny. Because, uh, clap it up. Clap it up. Why? Clay, why are you celebrating this guy slitting his friend's throat? Oh, I'll tell you. This dude's name was David Potter. He's a priest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now I see. Now I see where this is going, Clay. They were drinking together. This dude admits to uh, sexually abusing a fucking six-year-old. Now, now, uh, first of all, that that is corny. Man, you corny. All you priests is doing the same shit, bro. Go get a prostitute. You want some fucking pussy? The fuck are you fucking with kids for, bro? Oh man, so oh I fucking hate that shit. So that's why I clapped up this dude, fucking uh, Christopher McMahon, for slitting this dude's throat. And that's why he got cleared of murder. He was blinded with rage. One of my friends, bro. If one of my friends is like Clay, man, hey, man. How how good is how good is beer, bro? Man, anyway, I was fucking this little boy last night. What, bro? I fucking chop him up too. Wouldn't fucking snitch on myself though. I'd be like, yo, any of you guys seen uh, Reggie lately? Shit, I haven't seen him in a grip, man. Be good to catch up with him. Be faking. I'd be faking Jacks, bro. 
wouldn't snitch on myself for nobody, bro. One of my friends wants to tell me they've been sexually abusing six-year-olds, bro. It's over, bro. Sorry to hear that. Bung, bung. Welcome to the potty. Go to sleep, bitch. Die, motherfucker, die. Uh, time's up, bitch. Close your eyes. Eminem and uh, DMX. Eminem double mentioned in this episode of Welcome to the Potty. Episode 120 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, shit. That dude's the real... Christopher McMahon is the real Frank Castle, bro. Shout out to the Punisher, second mention of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, but shit, yeah. I mean, I commend you for that. Get this fucking monster off of this planet, man. And uh, I hope you get on like house arrest or something, bro. I don't want you to even go to jail for that. That's like some vigilante shit, which I know is illegal, but go ahead. Shout out to Christopher McMahon. And I hope you weren't touched because you was an older boy and like it's like that you were touched. But yeah, take out one of these cats, bro. Instead of them, you know what? If you didn't take that shit out, if you reported it to somebody, you know what would happen to this cat? They would have moved churches. The fuck? What, so we can fuck a kid in another state? Go, nah. Yeah, take him out, B. Uh, what else we got? Time's up, CEO. I've already been talking about time's up today. Now, the time's up CEO exits after uh, sexual misconduct, misconduct allegations uh, against her son. That's tough. I feel sorry for her. She's in a tough position. She can't sit there and... uh, She either has to... If she stayed there, she either has to drill her son and be like, my son's a fucking piece of shit. Or uh, she had to get the fuck out of there. She can't really support her son either because that makes everything... I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. I feel for her. Um, But you can't be the CEO of uh, Time's Up when your son is uh, being... It's alleged. It's all alleged. Alleged sexual misconduct. Whatever, man. That's tough, though, for that lady. That's tough. But um, when I first read that shit, I thought it was her sexual misconduct, and I was ready to let loose on this bitch. But no, it's fine. She's she's still good. Um, you know, for all we know, to our knowledge, she's all good. Um... Yeah, man. Triple M, let's hit that uh, that sports intro. Alright. Uh, Zion Williamson, we've all fucking... It's all the only thing that ESPN has been posting for, for the last couple of days. Um, he hurt his knee. Uh, it was just a, it's just a strain, so he's day to day, which is good. Uh, no ACL, no MCL, no fucking mene- meningus, <laughs> meniscus. Um, so what happened was it was in the first 30 seconds of the fucking game. He goes to change direction. He's got the ball in his hands and he. He goes to push off and he busts right out the side of his shoe. So, you know, his foot obviously doesn't stop. The shoe, obviously the grip was good because the shoe didn't slide, but his foot busts out the side of the fucking shoe, bro. And he like almost did the splits kind of thing and he fucked his knee up. Um, 
so, you know, that sucks. He didn't play the rest of the game. Duke lost to UNC. It's a huge fucking game. Now, but before we keep going on Zion, I want to talk about this game. $2,500 tickets, okay, for a Duke UNC game. So this sellout game because it's Zion and, and it's, a, it's a rivalry game. And none of the athletes playing in this game, attracting all this money, get paid a cent. Yeah, they get um, food, tuition, and board for college. And that's great. But the this is a multi-billion dollar industry not paying its employees. Now, that's a fucking stitch up from where I'm from. All right? Now... Uh, where do we where do we fuck go from here? Because he has to wear the every college has their own shoe deal. He has to wear Nike. Right? What if he doesn't want to what if he doesn't trust those shoes anymore? Okay? What if this injury fucks up his draft stock and he doesn't go number one anymore. He goes number nine. What if, uh, what if this was a player that's not probably going to go to the league? He's not that great. He's good enough to play high level college, but not good enough for the league. And, uh, he busts his, he busts his like whole ACL and shit. And he's not really able to play again. College scholarships are not you're not signing a four-year contract. You're signing a one-year contract every year that you're there. They can get rid of you whenever the fuck they want. Okay, so this is all the, the bullshit that these cats are going through as collegiate athletes. He's trying to prove himself to be in the league, right? Now, people are saying like, bro, just fucking sit out. You've proven yourself. You'll, you'll be in the league and you'll be fine. Just sit out. Now, now I'm a basketball player, right? So what I want to do is play basketball. I want to sit out for another six months until, or, you know, eight months until the next season starts. I want to fucking keep playing until April and then, and then start training with teams and all that shit, all that good shit. Right? So telling a basketball player to sit out just to get paid is like, you know, as a five-year-old or whenever you start playing, it wasn't about money. Yeah, it becomes about money at some point, but you still love the game. You still want to play. You don't want to sit down and watch your team having fun out there while you're sitting there wearing a fucking tie around your neck like Jesse Smollett. Oh, boom, I'm here all week. Um, so... Yeah, you can't tell this dude to sit out. He doesn't want to sit out. He wants to play ball. Now, the shoe situation's fucked up. He should. He might not want to be with Nike now. Nike's going to be throwing a contract his way when he's out of college. He might not be fucking with that. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I like about this injury. I like that it's not major. And that he'll, you know, his day-to-day, he could be playing again in two weeks. In one week. Who fucking knows? Now, I like that. I hope he does play. But I'll tell you what. 
He could be the first rookie ever to get a signature shoe. Okay? He busted out. He busted out of a pair of shoes. What if some company's like, yo, sign with us, lifetime deal, uh, you know, fucking $80 million a year. I don't know what they pay. And you get your signature shoe, rookie season, um, and we'll make sure this shit fucking holds your foot in, bro. What? This could be huge for him. This could be fucking huge for him. And oh man, I mean, this is all speculation. I I don't know if that will happen, but oh, I'd be so fucking happy if that happened. First rookie ever with a signature shoe deal. Yo, I love that, bro. I hope that happens. That is pure speculation. Um, uh, Oh, yeah. The other thing was Nike uh, shares, stocks, whatever you want to call them, dropped 1% when that injury happened. Isn't that crazy? This dude's getting paid $0, guys. $0. And he's affecting... Nike, arguably the biggest shoe company in the world or athletic company in the world, affecting their stock, bro. Unfucking believable. Like this guy, shit. Shit. The, uh, I mean, I don't know why people would be worried. Like, like, Denny's going to go play tennis right now. He can play in the same shoes. He's not 285 pounds with the most power in the world. I don't think he's ripping through his shoes, you know? He's going to be fine. Everyone except Zion is going to be fine. So just don't worry about Nike, bro. You can still buy Nikes. It's all good, you know? Um, what else we got? Robert Kraft. The, uh, he is the owner of the... New England Patriots. Now, you know I don't fuck with the uh, NFL plantation. Uh, but, you know, sports news is sports fucking news, boys and girls. So, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you real nice. I'm going to give it to you real fucking proper. Um, so, basically, Robert Kraft has been charged for soliciting sex at a massage parlor. Uh. Okay. Who's surprised? Sorry. So what's his gender? I know there's 1 million genders right now and gender is a, uh, a, uh, social construct. It's not, it's not biological anymore. You're not born with a cock or a pussy anymore, are you? Oh, you are. Oh, guess what? Boys have dicks, girls have pussies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to be the bearer of bad news. Fuck that. Anyway. He's a man. Let's, let's, when it comes down to brass tacks, he's a man. Okay. And when it comes down to brass tacks, men go to massage parlors to get jerked off, bro. Okay. It happens. Have I done it? No. No. (laughs) Tell them the truth. (laughs) It's just funny. It's just funny. Um, What am I fucking talking about? Yeah, yeah. He's just... This is the same thing as Tristan Thompson. He's just one man. Okay? 
you go to a massage parlor and a cute little fucking Korean girl is uh, massaging your back real nice, loosening you up. She tells you to roll over and you've got a rock hard slab. What do you suppose? Like, old men don't give a fuck. They'll be like, uh, you want to you wanna tip? Just, uh, I need you to release some tension here. Bung bung. Squirt, fucking squirt, you know? Maybe, you know, he's an old man. He looks like a shit. Maybe whoever is trying to fuck, whether, I don't know, maybe it was Tom Brady in there. Maybe Tom Brady wasn't about that life and Tom Brady snitched. Who knows? Who knows? But somebody didn't like it. But am I surprised? No. And do I give a fuck? No. Next, uh, we've got the official, unofficial MLB correspondent, Elliot Ross. He's back. He's back again. Why has it been so long? I don't know. It might be baseball off-season. I've got no fucking idea. Shit, I don't have any water in here today. Um, So, you know, you know how we do. I don't know anything about baseball, so I'm going to read this off the screen here. He sent me a little report. He's a good man. Um, Manny Machado just signed a 10-year contract for $300 million. The the higher... Oh, now the highest paid player in basketball in basketball <laughs> I'm fucked bro uh so now the highest paid player in baseball history it's not the biggest contract of all time but at 30 million dollars a year over 10 years that's the biggest uh so Gian, Giancarlo Stanton uh got a 325 million dollar contract for 12 years or 13 years um, which, which is the biggest, but Manny Machado is the most like highest paid per year. So that's lit. Good for him. He signed with the San Diego Padres, um, who are not well known for having money. Um, and Elliot, the official unofficial MLB correspondent predicts that in four years, they'll have to trade him as they won't be able to afford him. Uh, and he said, Bryce Harper is still a free agent, but is expected uh, to get a bigger contract than Manny Machado and more than likely from Philadelphia. So that's your MLB news. If anybody likes baseball out there, um, feel free to write in to the Welcome to the Potty podcast uh, email address, welcome to the potty at gmail.com and uh, ask any questions about baseball. And, and we'll get Elliot Ross, our official, unofficial MLB correspondent, to answer any questions that you may have. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Triple M, uh, I've got some clays reviews for the people. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is clays reviews. I watched uh, the Murder Doc, you know, Murder Doc and Chill, except no one was home this week, so it was Murder Doc and B Solo, the old boss man. Uh, I watched Evil Genius. On Netflix, 6 out of 10, I gave it. Why? Whoa, did I just get straight to the score? I think that's the first time. That was crazy. I think it was because I was just reading my notes. Um, so I thought it was a interesting story. Very, very interesting. I didn't like the voice of the narrator, no offense, guy. Uh, and I didn't like how there was just no fucking ending. Like, I guess making murder doesn't really have an ending, but... The way they all, the way it's all being sorted out and shit, it's still, it's still kind of like, it's still kind of going. Whereas this one, like everyone's fucking dead and like, spoiler alert, 
um, you're not going to get any answers. You're not really going to know what happened. But basically, it was a group of like six people really that were involved. One dude robs a bank and he's wearing a collar bomb. Like it's like a handcuff, but big enough to fit around your neck. Uh, and basically, uh, he walks out of the, the bank. The cops stop him and they see he's got this bomb around his neck. And then he's sitting down on the road in cuffs for however long and the fucking thing blows up. And uh, they're trying to figure out who the guy is, who's involved, uh, if it's involved with another case of this woman. Like, It's all, it's very, very interesting, man. But they just fucked up. They just didn't get it done. So it's a six out of 10 because it's a fucking great story. So it gets that six, but poorly fucking executed. So it gets that minus four. Okay. Um, someone else, it was the dude, I think the dude that made it just was a fucking novice really. Like no offense guy. Um, yeah, man, but six out of 10 Netflix. Uh, and I also finished the Defiant ones. So this is the uh, like Dr. Dre, Jimmy Arvine, uh, Interscope Records sort of uh, docu-series. And I fucking loved it. It, made, it inspired me to be creative, to take care of business, to just fucking do what I want to do, figure out new ways to do it. And um, very good insight into the mind of Jimmy Arvine, who is a fucking genius. Uh and Dr. Dre, who's also a genius, and how being a genius can affect other areas of your life, like your marriage. If you are a workaholic, if you're a genius, if you're so focused on what you're doing, you're not going to pay attention to that shit. And it has repercussions, man. Um, you know, still with Rachel. I'm still with Rachel. <laughs> I spend a lot of time doing this potty, but she understands that. She's got something that she does a fair bit. She's into her acting. She's been practicing reading these scripts and doing monologues and all this shit so we've got our own shit we've got an understanding we take care of each other though we still go on dates and all this stuff and it's all good man so um yeah but the defiance one bro you gotta watch it. it's on netflix 8.5 out of 10 fucking loved it i know i'm late to the party here but hey it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't here at the welcome to the potty podcast and one more movie um high flying bird on Netflix, basketball movie. You know, I've got a soft spot for basketball and basketball movies. High Flying Bird, more like High Flying Turd, four out of 10. I will not, I will not, absolutely will not uh, go ahead with uh, that review. That I've, That was bullshit, that movie. It was fucking garbage, bro. Um, before we get into poor posture of the week, Triple M, um, there is there is one thing I want to do, and that's uh, story time with Clay. A lot of a lot of requests for more stories. So uh, here we go. Now, some of you might know that I played a little bit in Italy. Um, about a month I spent over there and um, I hope my old coach doesn't listen to this. A teammate of mine, so this isn't really, 
Yeah, this is this segment is going to be called Story Time with Clay. It's not always about Clay, okay? Now, I'm going to tell, tell a story about a friend, teammate. I'm not going to mention his name or what he looks like or what position he plays. Hopefully, that protects him. <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying to snitch, all right? Let's call him Robert because it's a similar story to Robert Kraft of the uh, New England Patriots. So we're in Italy and, you know, we get we get a fair bit of freedom. We're out exploring and doing all this shit. And we see some, there's hookers. There's a lot of hookers in Italy, man, especially in Rome. Um, I don't remember if we were in Rome when this happened. But um, we're in the hotel, man. And he goes like, man, do you, do you want to come out and like have a chat to these hookers or whatever? And I, I've never, I've never, de- I've never dealt with a hooker before. I'm not, not really into that. I feel like I, I feel like I can do all right. I mean, I've got a girlfriend now, but I feel like when I was single, I could, if I wanted to get some pussy, I could go and get some pussy, you know, I could, I could sort it out if I felt like I needed it. So I was like, nah, son, I'm not paying for pussy. I'm all good. And he was like, all right, man. But you know, you only live once. And he said this before that bullshit song YOLO came out. Um, shout out Drake. Uh, so anyway, he goes out there and um, this he, he chats to this girl. She's like, And he's like, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's, you know, not sure where to do it. Anyway, she's like, I'll take you to my car. And so uh, he goes, sits in the passenger seat of her car. She sits in the driver's seat. He's like, where are we going? She's she's like, Oh, ciao. And he's like, what do you mean goodbye? And she's like, ciao, can I mean hello? And she unzipped his pants and she's, she sucked his dick, bro. He got his dick sucked by a hooker. Check this out. She put a condom on his dick. Sorry, my eye gets itchy and it squeaks when I rub it. And I think you can hear it in the mic, which is real gross. Um, so he's like, yeah, she put a condom on my dick and she sucked my dick to completion, which he wasn't expecting because he's got a condom on. I've never had my dick sucked with a condom on, but he said it was the, she was such a pro. It was the best suck he's had of his life. So, uh, (laughs) oh shit. Shit. Hold on guys. We've got technical difficulties. All right. (laughs) We're back. Now, where the fuck was I? Oh yeah, he said it was the bit the best dick suck he's had of his whole life. That's crazy, bro. With a condom on? Wow. So she must have been good. And it um it's it's funny, bro. Sex is a funny thing. Um there's there's one one thing that guys don't want to do, really, and that's a devil's threesome. Two guys one girl, cause there's risk involved. Your dicks could touch. If someone skeets, someone else could get hit with it. It's very, very dangerous. So, 
Uh, that's why it's called the Devil's Threesome. But I want you guys to write an email in to the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And I want you to tell me if you could have a Devil's Threesome with anybody in the world, who would it be with? Now, I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine. And this is... Uh, This is all no Bruno, okay? So I would choose, I don't know his name, but I would choose the actor from the Big Bang Theory that plays Howard Wolowitz. The dude with the Beatles haircut, tiny little Jewish dude, because his uh, his stroke game, I just, I just don't predict that he would have a very good stroke game. Hey, no offense, guy, but... Um, I would, uh, I feel like if I did that, if I chose that guy, I would come out looking like a fucking champ, bro. It's strategic for me. You guys might have some fucking fantasies and shit. You write into welcome to the party at gmail.com and you let me know who you'd have a devil's threesome with. Okay. Uh, let's get, uh, let's get straight into poor posture of the week. You fucking, uh, finish this shit off triple M. Alright, um, you guys again have outdone yourselves with your emails. Uh, um, fuck, what's this say? <laughs> Japanese. This is poor posture because this is similar to that. Remember that one like a week or two ago where um, there was like a, a service where in Japan, if you're too shy to talk to your crush, they'll, this service will talk to your crush for you. Listen to this shit. Japanese speed dating event has potential matches sitting in silence while robots do the talking for them. Your posture's terrible, dude. Sitting in silence. You look like a number six sitting there not speaking while a robot fucking spits game for you, B. You're a pussy, son. I'd go there. I would literally go there as a as a woman and sit there and I'd hear all the robots out and I'd get up and I would spray everybody and be like, you're all fucking pussies, bro. I'm out of here. I'm going to go find a real man that can fuck with a fucking nine inch dangling. I'm going to go fuck Tristan Thompson. Man, what? Fuck. I mean, no offense. No offense, guy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, man with micro penis to sue wife for telling everyone after honeymoon. Now, I don't know if you can sue somebody for that, for you having a tiny dick, bro, but... um. Yeah, I mean, that sucks for you, bro, because there's only like a couple of things that can be done. So these pills on the internet, these dick pills, like, oh, you'll get a bigger dick in 12 hours. Nah, bro. Um, nah, we're not going to do the video episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast today because uh, it's all fucked up. Um, just turn it off, bro. Thank you. Uh so, yeah, bro, there's only a couple of things that you can do. The, the dick pills don't work. 
Like, well, there's Viagra and shit, which will get you hard. But when you got a micro penis, what, what's that? Like fingering her with your pinky? Like, she doesn't give a fuck, bro. She's there reading a book calmly, bro, while you've while you're trying to fight, while you're like jackhammering away, you know. Um, now I keep looking at the camera, thinking that I'm talking to the camera, but I'm not anymore because it's all fucked up today. You know, we've had a bad week. Welcome to the party. I fuck up the interview with Rowdy, and and now the camera's fucked. Come on, son. Um. Yeah, bro. So what you got to do is if your micro penis is fucked up, you've got to get this tendon at the top of your cock cut. And what that does is releases it and you can gain like one or two inches max. So you're still going to have a small dick, dude, but it'd be better than a micro penis. But here's the thing. That tendon is what holds your cock upright when you get a boner. So if you get that cut, your boner is going to point down, bro. So it's looking real slow for you, bro. And maybe get a divorce, lady, instead of fucking talking shit to everybody about his cock. Like that hurts a man. He probably commit... No, let's not go that dark. Now, this is the final poor posture of the week for today. Tamara Maori. Remember her? Tia and Tamara from Sister Sister on Nickelodeon. Like, go home, Roger. You know? So Tamara Maori drinks Sister Tia's breast milk after falling ill, hoping it will cure her sickness. Go to the fucking chemist, dude. Get some, get some, uh, you know what it, what it is. NyQuil, bro. Get some DayQuil, some NyQuil, some fucking tissues and, and take a couple days off, bro. Don't drink your sister's titty milk. That's incestuous fuckery. Okay? Now, I should call this episode incestuous fuckery, but you're not allowed to swear in your episode titles. And I've only said it once. This episode is probably going to be called No Offense Guy. Okay? So, if you need your your sickness cured, go to the fucking doctor, go to the chemist, get some cold and flus, some Diflam. Some NyQuil, some DayQuil, some Panadol, whatever the fuck you need, some whatever, some Durex, so you can, you know, do some 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 safe sucky suckies. But don't drink your sister's titty milk. Your pasta's terrible, bro. You're all bent out of shape. That milk's probably curling in your stomach. God damn it! And I meant curdling. Don't edit that out, Triple M. But that's it for today, man. Um. I'm a bit scattered now that the, the camera's all fucked up. Moneymaker Mitch has some work because I was actually... We were still recording and I was fucking silent for probably 10 minutes while we tried to fix the camera. But it's all fucked up here at the Welcome to the Party podcast. Uh, welcome to the party on everything. Follow us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Please um, rate and review the podcast. It helps us out. It gets us advertisers. So please review five stars. Uh, and... Um, as always, man, bang bang. Yeah.